Welcome to Love and Justice, episode 37. This week we're covering Act 37 slash episode 38 of Crystal, Act 37 of the manga, and wait for it, episode 125 of the 90s anime. Again, I know you're all super surprised. Guys, we got it. Tuxedo the Smoking Bomber, animated in the new style, and it was glorious. Thank you so much to everyone who came to our panel at Amazing Las Vegas Comic Con this past weekend. We had so much fun hanging out with all of you. And thanks to the lovely people of the Critical Scope YouTube channel who will eventually have it edited and available for you guys to see. More on that at the end of the episode. Also at the end of the episode, I actually get something wrong. I said that voice dictation changed Kelby's name to Kirby in a text message, but in actual fact, it changed it to Kilby. Confused yet? Listen to this episode and you will be less so. Yep. Also, that really weird uh, scene where they like put him on a hollow deck. Oh, and he oh, keeps yeah. stabbing teenagers, but they're hologram teenagers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so confused. But then there's also like the the lesbian teenagers who get naked and get into a um, sleeping bag and are like, "You should uh, join us." That giggle, sounds giggle. about right. That, <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds about right. It's such a weird. <laughs> oh, that it's believe, a weird movie, yeah. but it's a really weird scene too. And now yeah. one girl dies because there's a hole in the ship and she lands and all of her guts get sucked out in space. Ew. And her final line Ugh. before she dies is, "This sucks on so many levels." Yeah. So she makes a pun about dying as. <laughs> Parts of her being sucked in space. It's a terrible movie. Oh, my but God. But I'm actually really excited about the fact that he wrote that. Oh, yeah. no, t- And he's well aware that it is a terrible movie. Maybe, like, did he write it horrible on purpose? Because he's like, fuck all you I people. Mean, it's I mean, I should ask him. Space. Yeah, I should of ask him. Of course it's going to be I know, bad. but I'm like, you know, there are the people who write scripts yeah. because they're like, this is going to be something. And then there are people who write scripts because the studio got them together and like, you need to write this. And they're like, yeah. Fine, but guess what yep. I'm going to write? You're lucky instead. I need the money, but I'm going to make this fucking awful. Yep. I'm going to make this almost the thing you asked for. <laughs> yep. Yeah, there, I feel like there's a lot of uh, shows and movies and stuff that like tried to go in space. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like Jurassic oh, Park is this close to, to going having in space. space. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, le- the le- uh, Leprechaun went to space. Yeah. Le- yep. Leprechaun. I forgot. I, 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 I almost called him Lep. Like I was using his like um, hip hop like handle from the hood from and he's up to no good. Yeah, left in the hood and he's up to no yeah. good. I, I like his moniker stuck Which with is me. I was not like, oh, good. it's not a good moniker though no. because like you, it's almost like it sounds like a derogatory slang term yeah. against people well, with your leprosy. Name is, your name is you're a leprechaun. Why not just go by Khan? Yeah, because right? you're doing a gangster thing. Why yeah. aren't you so just Khan? Gangster. But if you say <laughs> lep, it makes it sound like you're like sick. It yeah, makes it sound like, like your you, skin is falling off yeah, your body. It sounds, it like, it a sounds like a slang against people with leprosy. Yeah. And also hepatitis. Yeah. And also hepatitis. Yep. <laughs> it's uh, like a lepre- leprosy and hep Gross. So mean. Gross. Uh, <laughs> not but as gross in as, space. Not as gross as that upsetting gym fusion of like Pharaoh 90 and Mistress oh, 9. Man. Oh, man. Snap. 
Oh. I was going to talk about actual space, but I like that transition. Let's roll with that. Uh, sorry. That's uh, good. I saw an opportunity and I had to take it. No, just, that was good. Just Congratulations. Just leapt, leapt on it. Like, uh, <laughs> like Kristen Stewart when she turns into a vampire. <laughs> and I, I uh, took that deer down. Yep. You took that deer down. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, very crazy. It was the most upsetting gym fusion I've ever seen. It was like, Ooh. it really was like a gem fusion gone terribly, terribly wrong. It was like a gem fusion that was born out of like anger and hatred rather than like love and understanding and compassion mm-hmm. and yeah it was, it was gnarly it was really gnarly well, I was just not okay with it gross <laughs> it was far far more terrifying than because i i re-watched 125 today because i was like it's been too long like because i watched it two three weeks ago now yeah uh, so i was like all right i gotta i gotta watch it again today because otherwise i will not remember anything mm-hmm. that happened in it except for the terribly upsetting moments of usagi screaming crisis makeup and not being able to transform yeah, that's a really sad part um but uh but the scene where like pharaoh 90 attacks he's literally just a beam of light yeah. Like, he has no voice. He's not, like, taking over the the earth. He's just, like, a beam of pink light. Yeah. He, he's, there's not a lot of ickiness to him. Yeah. I mean, Pharaoh 90 is more terrifying in Nouveau Voyage, where he is, in fact, a lighting effect. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's... Yeah. And also, that fight is over so quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, this is, like... How many episodes of this finale are we into? This is the third. This is the third week in a row that we're talking about episode 125. Okay. Or is it the fourth? I don't know. It's been a long time. I think it's the third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, that's how much they shoehorned into one episode. Yeah. It's so boring. Yeah. No, it's really true. Yeah, somebody asked us on uh, Twitter today. Let me find it. Da-da-da. Uh, well, while she does that, just to let you know, we're talking about Sailor Moon Crystal Act 37 and which still is, talking about the 90s. It's true. It's true. And still yeah. talking about one twenty. Is it 25 of 125, the 90s? 125. Yeah. yeah, 125 of the 90s Oh, my anime. God. We're yeah. still talking about it. Yep, it is still <laughs> happening, guys. So uh, Why are we still here? Yeah. And I apologize for my voice. Wait, I, uh, what? I apologize for my voice because I don't know if you. I, it sounds really <laughs> raspy to me because it's coming out of me. But like, yeah, no, but sounds totally normal to me. Oh, great, because uh, I hear the difference. But um, because you know, we I did oh. so much oh, there yelling is. at that costume contest on Saturday, and then uh, and then I came home last night and saw a very stressful episode of Game of Thrones. Oh yeah. Uh, and if we, if we had neighbors that lived close enough to us, they would have thought that we were watching the basketball finals <laughs> instead. Oh. Was, well, we've, we've fully established, Emma and I at our last place, that um, if we were being murdered in our home, no one would call the police because we have screamed so loudly watching <laughs> Game of Thrones, and no one has heard anything. It's so true. No, okay, so I found it, but I got distracted because he also tweeted us a really cute picture of his uh, Mercury and Neptune key chains that he got in Mexico but it was at Silver Millennium asked us how do you guys feel about 90 Saturn versus Crystal Saturn I feel like we can't like I can't fully talk about Crystal slash manga Saturn without like spoiling everything and I mean it's not like we don't have spoilers on this podcast we do and certainly we talked about Nuva Voyage which covered this entire storyline so it's like yeah we we got Sailor Saturn we know that she doesn't destroy the earth like spoilers guys there's more story I mean though in theory like based on sort of like Sailor Moon mythology she could very well 
destroy the universe and then we just begin again and we get a reawakening of everybody. But this is not the 90s anime, guys. Right. <laughs> they don't do that shit. <laughs> yeah. We don't just get amnesia <laughs> and then sing It's a New Day. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, you all know what um, I'm talking about. But, yes, uh, I do. But yeah, but I do. But I will say that overall, it's like '90s Saturn. She just like pops up. Mm-hmm. We see her for maybe six minutes towards the end of the I episode. I don't even know if it's that long. Um, that I, 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 I feel I do, like you're giving the episode uh, that is too much that's credit. Being generous. It's being yeah. generous. But we see her for like six minutes at the end of the episode. The only sort of moment of threat we get is Uranus and Neptune reacting to her appearing, being like. <gasps> It's Sailor Saturn. But literally, she's just like, well, I'm going to go give Chibiusa her soul back. Like, my spirit's going to go do that thing. Meanwhile, I'll just sacrifice myself, y'all. It's cool. I'll just jump inside of Pharaoh 90, who you cannot see. But he's, like, off screen somewhere. He's like a lava lamp over there. And then you're going to hear some effects. Mm -hmm. And then there will be a blinding white light. And then everything's great. Here's the thing. It is very sad. Yeah. Because she does, like, willingly go sacrifice herself in order to save everybody. But, like, it's very, very clear that, like, this Saturn is not the person that we've built up to be yeah, so afraid it's super, of. it's super lackluster because they're like, oh, the, the destroyer mm. of the universe, mm-hmm. the messiah of destruction, like, all this shit. As soon and as then she's she awakened, does, she'll end everything. And she's like, hey, guys, I'm awake, but, uh... I decided to kind of yeah. pass on that whole it's thing. Mo- it's mostly yeah. sad because, like, it's Hotaru. You know what I mean? Who, like, you sort of have this emotional connection to already. So you're watching, like, Hotaru sacrifice herself. So that is sad. Yeah. But, yeah. and, but, like, Saturn herself is so supposed to be so awful that you're uh-huh. like, I mean, I guess it's good that she's using her powers for this instead but, of yeah. destroying the world. But they don't explain why she's not just destroying the world. Yeah, she, it yeah. just seems like she just didn't feel like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, hey, I was going to do that thing, but like instead I'm going to go have this epic fight off camera yeah. that yeah. you don't see. Yeah. Like, guys, you're, you're writing this show. Yeah. You're not at the mercy of like, news footage you can show us that fight right you just didn't feel like animating it i mean it it does definitely i mean she sort of ends up taking on the usagi role from crystal in the manga where usagi at this point has ostensibly sacrificed herself in order to like prevent Pharaoh 90 from expanding and taking over the earth it reminded me a lot of um fern gully if you remember Fern Gully. Oh, Did yeah. you ever watch Fern Gully? Oh, yeah, I love Fern Gully. When, like, at the end, when Krista takes the seed and she jumps inside of Hexus and then he starts sprouting plant life from the inside. Right, totally. It, it super reminded me of it, that. I mean, like, it ends up basically being exactly like that. Like, so... I got really emotional about it. I was like, I'm having familiar feelings. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is tapped into, like... Yeah. A deep childhood yeah. thing. Hold on. Yeah. Oh, it's Fern Gully. <laughs> You're like, I, hold on. Let me let me provide the proper yeah. reference. Let me go through these file folders. Yeah. 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 No, uh, childhood yeah. trauma. Childhood yeah. trauma. Fern Gully. There, uh, it, is. Yep. there it is. Yep. <laughs> Though uh, at, at Stephen underscore Zek does point out, it brings up a very good point. Uh, everyone thinks Sailor Moon is dead, but if she was, wouldn't Chibi Usa disappear? Oh, like Marnie McFly, just like. Yeah. Oh, we have to. Uh, that is a very good point. Yeah. What kind of time traveling rules do we have? And like, not to spoil anything, but like. 
later on in the series, they establish that if one of her parents dies in the past, Chibiusa will absolutely disappear. <laughs> so Whoa. there's that. Uh, but, I mean, we haven't gotten there yet. yet. So, anyway. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it, oh, that, that's something that I that I really appreciated about the manga and then, of course, consequently about Crystal, which is that, like, they don't shy away from Saturn being this very scary character. Yeah, she's, she's, she's an atomic bomb. Yeah. She's kind of unhinged, yeah. too, when we see her. She descends, and then she's, like, really kind of cold, and yeah. she like, introduces and herself as, like, the planet of destruction and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah. then she, like, just starts fucking up Pharaoh 90 <laughs> and is just like, you... And she also I'm here for just, you. Like, she also doesn't just hop in like, oh my god, hey. She has a slow motion entrance where she sort of like hovers and takes her time to transform and is yeah. like, you'll all wait for me. <laughs> you don't have a choice. And then lands and goes, hello. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's totally true. No, and then and I was like kind of confused too then in the 90s anime as to how she even really came about because like they made such a big deal about how they needed to find and destroy the talismans. Yeah. Because the talismans are what was going to bring Sailor Saturn back. And then that is not how she comes the back. case at all. Yeah, she because, just appears. Because Pluto dies. Yeah. And so we don't even have the garnet rod. No, we don't it have the garnet rod. her. Literally blew up. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So then Ah oh man, I don't even remember it's how she showed almost, up. It's almost it's almost as she if she just dies. Literally what happens is like Mistress Nine has a freak out. She has the like Evil star. Um, oh, that's right. The and then it galaxy, like, and then crumbles, it just turns into the and Saturn. Turns into Saturn. You're right. And then boom, Sailor I, Saturn. I blocked it out because it was boring. Guys, it's yeah. almost as if they didn't have a plan. Yeah, it's almost as yeah. if they didn't have. It, I mean, it really, plan. really. Does. Oh wait, they did. Yeah, I mean, but it's it really... astounding that they didn't have a plan because the manga act was done by this point. Yeah. Well, and I mean, it is. It's. It, it's. Uh. It's really fascinating because they. Do, as you say, the manga act was done, but it does really feel like they had spent all this time establishing this thing with the talismans, which is exactly how she ends up coming back in the manga. And then, like, they made this whole big deal. We have to destroy the talismans and then to not use them. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Chekhov's gun scenario. If you talk about the gun, we have to see the gun on stage. Exactly. It's a little, um, it also kind of reminds me of, I don't know if anybody ever played this game in, in, like in church or at camp when you were bored, where you would do one line of story and then you would fold the page over and the next person would oh, write yeah, a line and, you would, write and it. you would fold it, but you only saw the one line before, before yours. yours. Right, it was and then when done you, for comedic effect. Yeah. yeah, and then when you opened it up and read it, it was like sort of the same story, but because yeah. you didn't have all the information, it felt like the person who wrote each episode, or, but it's 125, so everyone, someone who wrote every like 10 minutes of content yeah. for the 90s arc of this just had the information of the previous five minutes mm-hmm. and that's it. I mean, I, I will say, and I, I, I know I've said this about 125 already on one of the other six episodes we've talked about it on, uh, <laughs> that I do appreciate that they don't do anything wacky in this episode, that they right. do commit to it being a very dark, very emotional episode, but like when you really think about it, it's like confusing and yeah. also ultimately like... Especially when you're directly comparing it with the manga and with Crystal, where and especially Crystal, where you're seeing it all animated, actually playing out and things physically blowing up instead of just, you know, drawings of explosions. I, it really feels extremely lackluster. 
Yeah, because mm-hmm. like this, I mean, this fight in Chris, this whole episode was a battle. This whole episode so was a fight. Watching Pharaoh ninety like slow roll over the city and oh, just yeah. swallow entire streets. And then streets. he breaks the the keck eye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the and the guardians are completely out of commission because he's absorbed all their power, which is like one of the most stressful tropes of any sort of superhero super powered thing when the attack that you have put all your energy into fuels the monster you're fighting. I, I hate that they stuff. Just use it like a straw to it slurp up all your life so force. Much. I know, but that attack looked so bad. Oh, it was great. Oh, and you oh, got what you so wanted. Beautiful. I got tuxedo you got, smoking Yes, bomber. you did. <laughs> it was so Draculicious. <laughs> Do we have a hashtag Draculicious? Do we have a title? (laughs) Hashtag Draculicious. But it was. He was like, he like wrapped his cape around him and like spun. And then it was like a Kamehameha. So it was like a combination of like Dracula and Dragon Ball Z. It was all about it. I (laughs) loved it. He was like Dracula saying. Oh my God. It was so, so good. Uh, yep, I was really, really happy about that. Mommer is so good in this episode. He really is. It, oh it's my sort God. of like um, if you're looking at if you're looking at Tuxedo Mask, uh, his '90s self is like if you're playing D and D and he just keeps rolling ones. Uh-huh. Right, right, right. And in Crystal, especially this episode, it's like he's just getting natural twenties. Yeah, just natural twenties. Yep. Yep. The character yep. that's like usually falling down is like, and then I decapitate the dragon and save everybody, and then I make us a great dinner. Yep. Yeah. That was so true. Ten million XP. And not yeah. only did you decapitate the dragon, you also did a really sweet like triple backflip and did a superhero landing, and then the sun shone right on you. <laughs> yeah. Like that's how good he's being. Yeah. No. It, it was. It was a good. It was a good all around attack. I mean, because the thing is, it's like, obviously, I was very excited to say the Smoking Bomber, but also, I loved the double rainbow moon heartache. Oh, I loved it so much. You know? It was mommy-daughter joint attack. Yeah. It was so great. Mm-hmm. It was, and, and it's so freaking nice to see Chibiusa be really powerful mm-hmm. like she was kicking butt she was wrecking shit yeah and i mean it's like she did some damage with uh with pink sugar heart attack last week but again it's like i felt like just animation wise and and acting wise it left something to be desired but this week like totally yeah. totally made up for it because that well that obviously was... they got our notes yeah clearly <laughs> uh, thanks for listening toei <laughs> they've got they've it. got someone sitting at a table going like you guys I just got it. I've got the new. I've got the new episode. We've got to listen to it. Oh, we have to make sure we do something that they like. What are the notes? It's not good. Oh, oh man. <laughs> There's like it's like a NASA style control room, and yes. they listen to this yes. podcast yep. and then scramble to make it better. I like That's to think they have those exactly old, those old school like headphones with the mouth thing. Oh, like a, yeah. the Apollo 13 yeah, era. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, what's going on? Yeah, like, the super ridiculous ones. Yeah. Um, yep. Again, um, part of the reason that I really hate Chibiusa so much in the 90s is that she's so useless. She yeah. doesn't do anything. It's like she's annoying and then also useless. Oh, I'll put up with a lot of annoying if you contribute something. Yep. And she contributes zero so much in this one and so little in the 90s. Wow, that sounds like somebody I work with. Uh, <laughs> same. Same. No, <laughs> uh, no, it was... It was uh, it, yeah, it it was really amazing to just see her in such a strong role. Yeah. Well, especially when you go from uh, you know where she was 
in the last story arc where she had zero power yeah, and she couldn't yeah, transform. Yeah. And now she's got like two transformations and all this power yeah. and she's doing real damage. It's yeah. like, look at you. I know, it's so great. Look at you doing a thing. Yeah. I feel like there's going to be a point yeah, uh, a few weeks down the road where she's going to be like, hey, Ma, remember when you were my age and you like manifested like a moon chalice? Oh, no, wait, you didn't because yeah. I got there before you. Yeah. I found a thing I'm better than you and I found a thing I'm better than you. Okay, fine, I'll do the dishes and my homework. Yep, yep. No, it's true. And I mean, it's it's interesting because like the in the 90s anime, not only does she not get to do anything because yeah. she gets her solar back and then and like from Sailor Saturn who simultaneously is sacrificing herself. Yeah. But she also and I mean, there is a tag episode at the end of Sailor Moon S where like Chibi Moon does get to fight, but again, I I, I can't a hundred percent recall, but I, I do believe it is fairly comedic. Um, but uh, but I mean, Ch Chibi Moon didn't even show up until this season of the '90s anime. Like she doesn't appear at the end of Sailor Moon R. She's oh, just yeah. Chibi Yusa. And I mean, she does help out in the battle, like as Princess Chibi Yusa. Right, um, but she doesn't get to like become a guardian. No, and, and no, stuff like that. No, she doesn't. Yeah, and right. even when she becomes uh, uh, Chibi Moon, she mm -hmm. still looks very babyish. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they. She doesn't really age up. She yeah. just looks like she's in like a little like you dressed your dog up in a costume. Like she's mm -hmm. like I'm wearing a little matching outfit. Like they're still playing up the whole like oh it's so cute. Look how cute she is. Yeah. Oh, look at this cute. She's like a baby. Don't you like this character? She's like a baby. And I'm like no, no I don't. Yep. I don't like that one bit. And in this one, she actually looks somewhat age appropriate. Where she's like I'm younger than you, but I'm also like a fighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She doesn't yeah. look like a, a doll somebody just brought with. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's very true. It is. I like this chibi. So yeah, same. I do too. I do too. And uh, and I and I liked that. I felt like they kind of equaled out what all the girls got to do. Like you felt like everybody really had a part in this fight. Yes. Yes. Oh man, the, the combo attacks and then the barrier and then yeah, Tuxedo smoke a bomber and everybody's just kicking ass and it's it becomes so this true. crazy rainbow laser beam. Yep, which is why it's really upsetting that it doesn't work. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I got really emotional when that crazy rainbow laser beam <laughs> happened. It was like a lot of feelings. And then it didn't even do anything I and know. it made it worse. And I was like, no, I know. And then and then uh, uh, Pharaoh ninety started just like knocking people out of the sky. Oh yeah, and like yeah, they sucked all the energy out of them and yeah. they all started to faint. And yep. I was like, this is so they bad. Were dropping yep. like flies. I know. Like, like all the all the guardians are out of commission. He breaks the yeah. Kekai. He well, starts flooding the yeah. earth. Yeah. Well, because the thing is that it's like once that you know the so the inners and Tuxedo Mask and Chibiusa all like use their their combined magical rainbow attack, which looked beautiful mm -hmm. and should have kicked butt, but it didn't. Um, and then it's like once they all start losing their powers, the outers can't do anything because yeah. they have to maintain the barrier. So it, he just breaks it. Yep. And uh, mm -hmm. it was such it was so stressful. Yeah. <laughs> so stressed out. It was very upsetting. I'm pretty sure I spent most of the episode with like my hands over my face. Yep. And then there was that amazing uh, flashback that Usagi had oh to the Silver God. Millennium being like, they've always protected me. And she thought of all the Outer Guardians too, like on the outer reaches of the galaxy. She didn't even know they were there, but they were doing it. Yep. And she's like, you've all protected me and all of your powers are spent. 
so now it's my time to save you. It was very a, uh, I can't carry it for you, Mr. Frodo, but I can yeah. carry you. I was like, oh, God. It was really good. It, it also uh, reminded me of um, Tony Stark in Avengers. Oh, yeah. yeah going through the black Where hole. Where he, he carries the, the bomb up oh, into the black yeah. hole. Oh, and then, and then falls back out, but doesn't even know if he's gonna. He's like, this might be a suicide mission, but I'm gonna. I'm. Yeah, everyone I'm else anyway. is down for the count. I'm gonna do this. Yeah. See, and I like, I got emotional about that, but I was keeping it together. And then they cut. You know, she gets swallowed up by the mm-hmm. darkness, and then Mamaru gets upset. Uh, you know that upset me, but I got more upset when Chibiusa called her mama. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we don't God. ever. It was a one-two punch. They were like, oh hey. Hey, here's a husband being upset about losing his wife. Oh, and just in case that wasn't enough, now the daughter is upset for losing her mom. You're welcome. I I have a real, like, I have so many feelings about just, like, parent-child relationships. I think it's probably because I have, like, such a good relationship with my parents. and, And Chibiusa, you know, admires Sailor Moon so much, but I don't think she necessarily always connects Sailor Moon to be, even though she knows she's her mom, she's her mom from the past. But this incarnation is not not the mom she knew. So there's like this emotional disconnect, kind of. But like to see her acknowledge that relationship Mm -hmm. just. Oh, just wrecked me. <laughs> I can't. I can't deal with like kids crying for their parents. It's just not a. It's not a trope that I do well with. Like, it reminds me of that scene in Mel Gibson's The Patriot when the little girl who lethal hatchet. <laughs> oh my god, that's what I'm gonna call it now. Yeah. But like, there's a scene where he and his oldest son are gonna go. They're gonna go off to war, and he's got that little one that doesn't say any, that doesn't talk the whole film. And he's like, "Will you just like say goodbye to me?" No, okay. And then he starts to ride off, and then she starts yelling for him, and she's like, "I'll say anything you want me to say. Just don't go anywhere." And yeah. I was like, "What the fuck? I can't. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't. I can't have kids calling for their parents. I just can't." Yeah. No. I. Yeah. I. Uh, I. That. That was like my. Ugh. My real. Ugly cry. I mean, I always cry every yeah. freaking episode, but well, and it then, was like and then <laughs> They decided to crush me even more by mm. having Uranus get emotional. Oh my god! That, How fucking dare you? <laughs> that was so rough, dude. Oh, I mean, I just wanted to protect you with these hands. Yeah, I just wanted to meet you and protect you, and uh didn't work out. Did not work out. Oh, that was so not okay with me. Well, and somebody brought up, I think this was on my Twitter, and it's probably going to get addressed on the Sailor Moon Crystal After Show as well, that uh, the they seem to be a little, like, flexible with the Silver Crystal rules, but I actually don't think that that is true, because they're not freaking out that she's going to use the silver crystal and it's going to kill her. Yeah. What's going to kill her is the fact that she's going inside of Pharaoh 90 yeah. to use the silver crystal. So the idea is she's basically going to explode him from the inside. Right. Yeah, Which means whether she'll or not get she's going to get out. Yeah, she'll right. get swept up in the, in the explosion. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's not the silver using the silver crystal that causes you right. to die, <laughs> like it seems to do in the nineties. It it's how <laughs> she's using it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's also and I also feel like in the in the nineties anime, there's not <laughs> they're trying to have Sailor Saturn not reawaken, but they don't really make too much of a reference to the fact that like. She was the one that ended everything at the end of the Silver Millennium. Well, that's because it, yeah. they they <clears throat> set it up so much to be 
they implied that it wasn't her. We didn't hear anything about her. And so then when we yeah. get around to her, they had to kind of retcon it. Yeah. It was like... And be like, oh, uh, and then she was involved. But yeah. you put so much energy into making it seem like it was... Um, the queen well that yeah, yeah exactly because that was the thing was like in the 90s anime they put all this all as you say all this sort of like thought and energy into okay so it's queen serenity who uses her power and the last of her crystal using her crystal kills her right by sending all of her energy to send everyone to the, to world. the future so it's like, yeah so it's not Saturn. and i mean and the thing is that it's like yes it is implied in the manga that Queen Serenity used her powers to send them to the future, but that's not what killed her. What killed her was Sailor Saturn resetting yeah. the universe. Yeah. For her, it was like the whole reason that like her kids kind of made it out yeah. was that she sent them off, like Superman, right, Krypton right. Yeah. kind of a yeah. thing. But then it does sort of bring up the question of, again, because I, I was thinking about this today when I was driving back from Vegas because I like to think about weird Sailor Moon uh, world theories. Well, it does. Doesn't? It does sort of bring up the question again, and I know we've talked about it many times before. Of like, is when the girls were like reborn in the future, were they like reborn as babies, grew up with new parents, they were truly like reincarnated, or were they kind of just re? distributed uh the Donna and given fake memories because i think you can make a very strong memory uh, a very strong argument for either one yeah and we've talked about we've talked about yeah, it before and I, I think we've discovered that it depends on the incarnation because i think in pretty guardian they talk about it like it's re like straight up reincarnation and actually in the 90s anime they they discuss it being straight up reincarnation where like minako straight up says like mm -hmm. oh no we are like your parents are your parents and blah 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 and but, I, but do they also say they also say that in Pretty Guardian, don't yeah. they? In the live action one? I no, I don't believe so. They're not they're not super clear about it. The only thing, and this is where sort of Sailor Saturn theory comes in, where it's like Jupiter basically says, like, yeah, but my like like I don't really matter because if I die, I'm gonna just be reincarnated anyway. But then Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon also really supports the theory of the sort of Dawn theory because Queen Beryl kills Nephrite, and then he just comes back as a person. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. So it's so... I And Mamoru shows back up right. as a real person and also gets a motorcycle. That is true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is true. That's mm -hmm. Yeah, and they all end up just instantly reincarnated. They just yeah. reinsert themselves. And also in the 90s, when Chibiusa moves in with Usagi's family, she not only makes them think they remember her, she yeah. photos oh, of she's her She's in their appear. family yeah. photos, yeah. So you you can make the argument that even if it's like, well, we've always belonged to our families, but is, is that but like... But is that uh, really, is that just Minako telling herself that or is yeah. that really true? Is, is always kind of like The Shining where it's like, you've always been here. Yeah. Oh, yes, I've always been here. Yeah. Is yeah. always a loose term. It's, yeah, it's so... Because I feel like Sailor Saturn is definitely like... Yeah, but I'm. But even she could be the the sort of dawn thing where she just you know, like Hotaru just reappeared. But it's like it's, it, you definitely get the feeling that Sailor Saturn, even like even if they had killed Hotaru, like she would have reincarnated in somebody else's body. Like mm. she is infinite; she will always exist, and you just have to stop her from reawakening, or the world will be destroyed. It's like hitting the snooze button. Yeah. If she if she if she awakens or you kill her before she awakens, then you buy yourself a, a few years mm -hmm, if you're lucky. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like that's basically she was supposed it. to die in the fire. Yeah, that's yeah, that's exactly what she said. Was like Hotaru uh, was supposed to die in the fire, 
she was never supposed to reawaken as Sailor Saturn, but mm-hmm. her dad creepily kept her alive by turning her into a cyborg and, and so I, I liked the implication that his meddling with uh, basically playing god mm-hmm. his meddling with fate is what opened the door mm-hmm. yeah like him putting that energy out there is what made it possible yeah. for this to happen yeah. in the first place yeah. way to go dad yes. no happy yeah, father's she, day she, for you she straight up says that his like craziness is what attracted aliens yeah. to the world oh totally and i mean that that's something that is really interesting because i feel like all of the the villains in Sailor Moon, they sort of get progressively worse in in like in terms of who your main adversary is, who you're facing for most of the time. So in this time, like ostensibly, uh, it's Professor Tomoe mm-hmm. who is the sort of main baddie, the sort of main person who's trying to bring Pharaoh Ninety back, and then it's uh, in. The previous story arc, even though, yes, Death Phantom is the main bad guy, it's Prince Demond who you're mostly dealing with. Yeah. And then before that, it's actually Queen Metallia, but you're dealing with Beryl. So Beryl was a, like, sad, jealous person. Yep. And, you know, that sort of attracted Metallia, made her susceptible, and made her able to, like, start gathering energy for Mm -hmm. Metallia to, like, re-manifest in the world and destroy everything. Um, And then it was, like, with Prince... So, with Queen Beryl, it's interesting, because I think in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, she's a little bit more reminiscent of Demond, but less crazy. Because in Pretty Guardian, it's very clear at the end, she's like... I've made mistakes. Yeah. She's very self-aware. Yeah. And she lets everyone leave. She's like, hey, um, I'm screwed. Yeah. Uh, you should probably get out. Probably get yeah. Out. And then little little Ricky's like, no, I'm going to stay with you. And she's like, huh. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. Time to die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. I, and I feel like little Ricky is very much like Prince Demond, but less crazy in that yeah. he's like, once Queen Beryl you know, releases him of being under her control... He's like, yeah, I'm too far gone at this point yeah. to like go back, so right. I might as well just ride this out because mm-hmm. this is who I've become. And <laughs> it's not a, and it's it's not even like a, uh, it's a very sort of like respectful, resigned kind of thing. It's not yeah. like he's like upset. About oh, like it. you took my life from yeah, me. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, no, no, no. No. He, he just looks around and, and sees that he has become yeah. a villain and goes, I'm a villain yeah. now. Yeah, well, and that was what I really liked, what, that they did that with Prince Demond in this, uh, in the in, in Crystal, because it was his death was different than it was in the manga. Like, yeah. in the manga, Usagi and Tuxedo Mask just, like, kill him the end. But in this, it's like he had that whole thing where he then tried to kill her again, and then showed up to sort of like save them, mm-hmm. but I but I liked that Demond also was like you know what I it, it it again was the I'm too far gone to go back on this, but he also then was like I might as well just embrace being evil. Where in in Little Ricky's case it was a well I'm not gonna just like leave now. I'm just well, I'm I gonna go like, down with the ship. Well I feel like in Little Ricky's case it's also mm-hmm. him. Like stepping up to be who he's supposed to be, which is a knight, mm-hmm. essentially. 
And uh, yeah. for better or for worse, he's got a lady here that, that needs he protecting. has served and needs uh, protecting. <laughs> and on top of that, the person he's supposed to be protecting is actual Metalia at this point. So. Yeah. <laughs> Mama he's, Metalia. Uh, Mama he's Metalia. like, actually, ironically, you are the lesser of two evils, yep. Daryl. Yep. Uh... <laughs> And also, uh, whatever. Yeah, it's true. It's I feel true. like at that point I'd be like, well, I've had a good run. Yep. <laughs> Let's you and me embrace death. Nice yep. lady. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep, uh, absolutely. But yeah, it, so I, um, but, but I like that it was not a, like, sad and hurt or jealous. It was, like, very intentional manipulating of the actual cycle of life and science that yeah. <laughs> that like attracted Pharaoh ninety to Professor Tomboy. Yes, unlike the stupid nineties <laughs> plot where it's like I was a good dad. I know I was a good dad. Yeah, and I really I got possessed. Yeah, like, I think no. it would be more sad if they killed him, but he seems pretty alive still. <laughs> Yeah, he's not dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's not I dead. Doesn't, he doesn't die. I, if I, I, but he doesn't get baby Hitaru either at the end of the night. Spoilers. He doesn't yeah. get baby Hitaru at the end of the '90s series either, though. So like, does it? Does he not? No. no. Baby Hotaru they do, goes they and do give her she, to the yeah. outer century. And, yeah. then, and they yeah. do their own spin-off in of the three lesbians and a baby. Yeah, they do three three lesbians and yeah, a baby. Yeah, I mean, that's that's how, uh, spoilers, this season's going to end as well. Exactly. Um, but they ended that way in the 90s, too, so I'm like... And then you just didn't see them for a whole season, which was really confusing to me, who was reading the manga. Um, yeah. They're just off living a sitcom. But then, like, yeah, I but guess what he happens did to Tomoe, I, I, He must, have, he he must be dead. But yeah. we didn't even have a moment where we see it happen. He's well, just not there. That's because that would be interesting. No, he's watch. there. He was just like laying on the ground in the weird red space. Yeah, but no, I'm pretty nobody sure, knows where we are. I'm pretty sure we won't even acknowledge that he's dead. Yeah. Well, I yeah. Know. Hold on. Well, I think that all those flashbacks that uh, that Mistress Nine has where she... No, because that's what makes her start being Hotaru again. I'm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is that Sailor Saturn jumped inside of Pharaoh 90 and went away really fast, and we never saw her use an attack or anything. Mm -hmm. uh, unlike in Crystal, where we absolutely see her use an attack, and it is amazing. Dude, she, and just, she like, just looks bored while she's like, mm -hmm. yawn, time to do this epic work of yeah, power. There's yeah. so much tension yeah. in that speech of and her. Even, and even what she's had so far, like, I was really satisfied with what we got with Sailor Saturn in terms of her first appearance. Because as I previously discussed, I, I was 98% sure she was not going to get a full-on transformation well, sequence. Well, especially since we didn't have a body. <laughs> yeah, it simply wouldn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, but I was very satisfied with that little bit got, that we got. We got a little, like, hors d'oeuvre transformation. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Where, and that's you know, what I wanted. You see, you see her all already in her fuku, like sort of float through the air with a transformation-y yeah. kind of background. But she does get a pose. She does get a pose, yep. And it's not a floaty yep. float. It's an mm -hmm. ominous. Oh, it's like yeah, that. No, yeah. no, 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 no. This is like a rising from it's, the grave. It's like creepy, a Darth Vader, yeah. Darth Vader, ominous. The ship is landing, and all the stormtroopers are very, very, like, sweaty under the collar. Uh, That's yes. what kind of approach this is. Yeah. Well, and then she gives, you know, she gives a speech about who she is and why she's not supposed to be there and yeah. why. And, and shows no recognition yeah. for Yes. Yeah, that's the thing is you, is you do not get the sense that this person is or ever was Hotaru. Yeah. 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 Oh my so there's God. so much tension in that speech. And then to go from that super stressful speech of, and then also the moment of her not recognizing Chibiusa to her just fucking up Pharaoh 90. She just goes from that to boom. 
you get off this planet you don't belong here you're like oh my god she's crazy yeah it's very true i mean i because exact like again it this is sailor saturn like mm-hmm. you do you do not get the sense that this person I mean, is even a person. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. Just that's a really good way she's, of putting it. She's an um, entity. Uh, it, it kind of reminds me a little bit. There was this uh, thing in the 80s where they found out that kids raised in orphanages oh. without human connections yes. are basically little serial killers. Yes. And they, cannot, yes. they have no compassion there's for an, human beings. There's an episode of Law and Order SVU about yeah. that. Yeah. So there, um, and this is kind of that same thing where you see this person that's a weapon and they're technically a person. Right. But you, there's no humanity to anything mm-hmm, they're doing. Mm-hmm. You're like, this is not a good person. This is not a bad person. Mm-hmm. This is an absolute. Uh-huh. And everyone is at this well, absolute mercy. And I liked, too, that it, it clearly seemed to come from that, uh, that, like, end of the Silver Millennium parallel where it... Because, I mean, she's straight up said, she's like, oh, I feel like it was not so long ago that I appeared to end everything at the end of the Silver Millennium. And then she makes that joke about how she's always the uninvited guest. Yep, yep. Oh, did they say unwelcomed visitor in the Crunchyroll uh, translation? I can't remember. It might have been said, uninvited guest. Uh, yeah, she said uninvited guest in the Hulu thing. It reminded me a lot of when Maleficent shows up to that birthday party. Yes! <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And Absolutely. they're like, you weren't wanted. And she goes, oh, not wanted? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how embarrassing. Yeah, You're like, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah, no, absolutely. Saturn is basically a villain in this, in a way that she wasn't in the 90s, where you're like, oh, this is not a good thing to have around. I understand why the outer senshi are like, freaking out. Yeah, we have to murder a child because you don't know what's going well, to be, happen. And, and this is the thing is so I read this act of the manga before I watched this season of the 90s anime. So, I mean, granted, at that point, there, at the point I was reading Sailor Moon, mm-hmm. it, it all already existed but even so like it was really really terrifying to and you do you're like oh shit how are we gonna get out of this yeah and she drops she drops the glaive well she hasn't dropped the glaive but she's starting she's starting she's sure threatening to yeah yep yep i feel like if i was saturn uh i would just literally be like hey guys i'm walking oh it's so slippery over here i'm drop uh damn it him out i'd be like oh no i'm gonna yeah uh, yeah but i but i like a lot that it is definitely that like parallel repeat of what happened at the end of the silver millennium mm-hmm. because like that was triggered by the death of usagi yeah and then this in this way this is also the death of yeah usagi. yeah it's crazy when you think about like just the build, just the buildup of like Saturn and and what she is in this versus the '90s, where like yeah. you because because Usagi makes this sacrifice play mm-hmm. and she calls forth all the rest of her power to do it, yeah. and she doesn't destroy Pharaoh '90 that way, and then to have this girl just ascend from the darkness and then just start fucking Pharaoh '90 up mm-hmm. by herself. Mm-hmm. She doesn't get a recharge. She doesn't get powers from anybody else. Yeah. She's just like handling it on her own. It just shows how dangerous. She is. Though, to be fair, Pharaoh 90 does make a comment about feeling some tremendous power ripping him apart from within his body. Right. <laughs> but still. But yeah, no, I mean, Sailor Saturn is de- is definitely extremely responsible for the destruction of Pharaoh 90 that's, like, you know going down right else now. else we haven't talked about what? is the creepy sexual component 
of how these two pieces got together. Oh, the upsetting gem fusion. When, but like the way that the language, at least oh, in our yeah. 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 job, he's like, oh yeah, I've been meaning to get back together with you. And she's like, oh, here I come. Oh, time for us to be together again. Um, nom, nom, they nom, say nom, become, nom. Yeah. become as one. Become one. Something yeah, gross. I, think that, uh, I think that's what Crunchyroll said too. Uh, but it was like, but it was not even just become one. It was like the two of us need to come together, become yeah. one together. And it, it's, but it was, it's the language wrong. was, it was so Gross. It made me so really it's, uncomfortable. It's not yeah. even just that it's it's Pharaoh Knight. It's that we've watched him absorb people in this weirdly sexual way. Yes. And then, like, that makes it even worse that, like, Usagi has to go yeah. in there and, like, kill him from inside because you're like, ew, but it's, like, all that gross combo energy in there, too. Yeah. It's, yeah. Nasty. it's nasty. Yeah, it's, like, the true form of Mistress Nine. It's, like, that is what's giving him a physical manifestation in order to then expand out of that and become one with the earth. Uh-huh. Sure. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> which the, is, yeah, which yeah. is what he's saying, like, when the when the Tau, like, nebula appears, yeah. and he's like, Tau, nebula, I am expanding to become one with the earth. He's like, I'm assimilating. I know. Uh, I, liked, I liked Ami's gross. little flashback to... To the little to mini black it. hole. Yeah, the mini black hole that, uh, that Bill Weaver's showing know. her. I'm glad that came back into play, yeah. because you can't just set up a little mini black hole and not have it come back. Also, how gross is it they described mm-hmm. the lava as smelling like death? Oh, Ooh. that was... Oh. Uh, I, so dark. Uh, for anyone who's ever been to a maze at Halloween Horror Nights with Smell-O-Vision, ugh. Uh, the <laughs> scent that they add to the mazes that have like dead body uh, rooms—that I flashed back to, to the that Texas smell. Chainsaw Massacre maze. I actually flashed back to the Insidious maze, the uh, body room, the first weekend before they turned the smells down about ten yeah, matches. But yeah. also the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh God, that—that that got better also with time but like during employee preview night it was like almost got sick (laughs) i almost barfed yeah but that smell that very vivid death smell as soon as she said that this lava stuff that smells like death i was like the whole planet smells like halloween horror night oh god yeah how do they make that smell do you know what they're using i don't don't know i don't don't want okay great all right yeah we won't we won't figure it out then don't worry about it i had to smell it in for two seasons i would rather not know what's in it okay then we won't (laughs) yep how did they translate her attack on Hulu? Was it Death Ribbon Revolution? It was, yeah. yeah that's what I thought it we was. We actually were having we were a... trying to figure out where did we hear that it was reborn. Was it the musical? It was. Uh, it, it's been translated different ways. I, in the uh, video game, it's ribbon. it was Death Ribbon Revolution. Yeah. So I always thought that's what it was. But a lot of people were like freaking out about it not being Death Reborn Revolution. And but I was like, no, I, I think it is reborn. Death Ribbon Revolution. But I feel like in... Somewhere I've heard Reborn. Yeah, I feel like in Nouveau Voyage. I think maybe in the Nouveau was Voyage reborn. it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we talked about it, I'm pretty sure, in that episode. Yeah, yeah. Does anyone know what it was in the Deke dub? Um, was it no. Reborn? I have no idea. I don't remember at all. Wait, does she do that attack? No. No, she no. doesn't do that. That's no. why we she don't know. She just goes into the lava lamp. Maybe I just heard somebody say what they thought it was. Yeah. And they said reborn. That well, might be what it is. Well, she uses it. She definitely uses it. Um, Later. In, 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 yeah, she uses In, like, stars, Yeah, right? and she uses it in the um, in the Sailor Moon S movie, which the Outer Guardians right. are in. If, uh, if any no, of you she's know. she's not in the S movie. She's not? She's not in the Super no. S movie either. She doesn't show up for any of the movies. She's not in the Super S movie? No. I could have sworn she was in the Super S movie. It's uh-huh. been a long time since I've watched a no, Super S movie. No, she's not in the Super S movie. If, ah. if anybody out there in internet land knows she uh, wasn't in the where Super S it might series. have been said in canon, dub, translations, anything reborn, let us, let yeah, it, let us I'm know. Yeah, I'm looking right now. I mean, it says 
Death Reborn Revolution Attack Used by Sailor Saturn Using the Silent Slave In the manga And in the musical So it was tr- It was definitely translated In the manga As Death Reborn Revolution okay. At times Reborn Yeah okay. Ribbons appear around her Leading to some confusion Between this And her video game attack Death Ribbon Revolution mm-hmm. So I guess Death Ribbon But I get, again It's like You know Yeah I love that damn video game <laughs> <laughs> Alright So it's both And, uh, and neither and Neither yeah. Yep Yep That's fine yeah. Okay I believe in the in the Kodansha translation, it is Death Ribbon Revolution, okay. which is what they used for this, which makes sense because those are the official translations of the manga now. Yeah. Anyway, I liked the animation; it was amazing, and I got really scared. I was like, "No, the world's gonna end!" Even though I not I know the world's yeah. not gonna end. I still- but I mean, like, it was okay. scary. I mean, anytime yeah. there's some sort of uh, franchise where I know there's stuff that comes after, right? I still get scared yeah. when characters are set up because, and I'll tell you why, when I read the Dark Tower series by Stephen King, yeah. there is a character who dies. Yeah. Even though there are books afterwards, that character is dead, and he does come back, yeah. but oh my god, it took yeah. so much stress to get that character back <laughs> that I'm always worried I'm going to end up reliving that experience. <laughs> it's like reading Game of Thrones, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. End of the first book, you're like, Oh, oh yeah. shit! But but the, but like that can, Ned, Ned doesn't come back. No. Oh no no no! And it took me about three books after that to realize he really wasn't coming back. <laughs> like because you you read it and it's from Arya's perspective. Oh right, so she, she didn't see it happen. So she doesn't it. really see it happen. Right. So I was like, it wasn't really him. Oh god, I think it was really him. <laughs> 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 like it literally took me until like Rob getting stabbed in in, in the Red Storm Wedding of, in Storm of Swords that I was like. Okay, so yep, yep, we just uh, kill people here. Gonna, That's what we just, do. There's people a lot just of murder. Die. Yeah, people yeah. just die. I got like sad enough about uh, freaking uh, uh, what's it, Roderick Castle's kid dying in the first book. Like oh, it was yeah. so. Oh my god. Uh, it didn't happen in the tv show i have i have this thing where i tend to be more aware of um people being dead for real because i was so traumatized by the dragon riders of pern book where brecky's dragon gets gets killed and it's a freak accident where everything is going well and goddamn killara stupid killara oh Oh, she's the worst (sighs) oh my god there's a character (laughs) i hate in fiction Fuck you, Kalara. Oh my uh, god. It's like Relina level of hatred. Oh, <laughs> so basically, that I understand. Long story short, something's going really well for this girl. And they're yeah. like, oh, she's a, she's a queen writer. Everything's going well. But because of this like, other really person, well. her dragon dies. And she lives, and she's half of a soul now. And her dragon never comes back. And she's just like, I have to live with being a broken human being. And she's around yep. for all of the books. Yep. And oh. that taught yep. me. Even things that are going really well, yeah. like characters are gone forever. Oh my yeah. god! So I still get stressed, even if I know they make it, because I remember when her dragon, uh, uh, Oh, I hope I'm Weirinth. right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm such a nerd. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, the fact that she lost her queen dragon. <laughs> I like that we all have been traumatized by um fantasy fiction. Yep. It's so true. <laughs> it's totally true. And yeah. that makes this particular moment of the of Sailor Moon stressful for yep. all of us because yep. we have all been personally victimized well, by some every, sort of fantasy series. And everyone on Twitter was like so stressed out by that ending. We got so many good like gifs tweeted at us like um <laughs> at uh, antipatriarcha42 uh, uh tweeted an amazing gif of uh of uh um uh yep from the office, Steve Carell's character, Michael, Michael Scott, Scott. Uh, go, just yelling no. I love that gift. Uh, <laughs> no. But my oh, favorite, I, I think my, my favorite gift we got though uh, 
was uh, just in reaction to the entire episode. It was uh, from at Hey Chris Ten, and it's uh, oh hey Chris, it's oh, hey, Chris. Uh, Ten, it's no face from um, Spirited, you know, Spirited Away. Away with with the ocean washing over oh, him, yes. and all it says is feels. <laughs> I've seen that gift before. So I love that one. Freaking good. Yeah, people were like. Uh, uh, Vanessa Lynn 777 uh, said I verbally yelled out oh you son of a bitch at this week's cliffhanger <laughs> I did too and then they give us stupid sexy mamaru dancing and I'm yeah, like that don't you dare very inappropriate. don't you dare yeah, he's like hey guys um, I noticed that you just saw something really sad do you want to see the resolution of that or like me in the rain hey did you someone say me in the rain? No, no one said that. I heard me in the rain. No, yeah. that, you yeah. literally just put your hand over your mouth and said it yourself. What? No, that's not what I yeah, did. That, that's you're doing it again. Play that no. music. And then he just starts dancing while everyone's like trying oh. to make him stop. He's just cavorting around like, yeah. where's the rainwater? And they're like, somebody is like dead. Yeah. People are, people Why are, are you dying dancing? And the world is ending. Please stop dancing. Yeah. Why are you doing the sexy dance yeah. now? <laughs> yeah, it makes no sense. Like, we could though, though uh, at CC Takacho said, can we all agree that Tuxedo Mask was looking smoking this week? Pun intended. <laughs> He's killing it right now because that Father's Day thing that he sent us yesterday oh was, God, so was, wrong. was so wrong. So <laughs> wrong. I wanted to do a, a quote tweet with a hashtag delete your account. And, uh, <laughs> but like with a winky face right. to be like I'm obviously kidding right. but like you get it I know he gets it he gets it uh, did you see the gift that I sent back to him though of, oh it was so of good. the drag queen being like Mm-mm. yeah the one that uh, the one that uh, uh, Bunny Cartoon tweeted at him was really funny I like too this. it was like Mamaru just being like oh no and then closing his computer I like that she and I both picked uh, computer related gifts yep. for reactions yep. it's so true no I feel like this is all summed up the, uh, the, the tuxedo mask hype is like really summed up so um, at PW Gregory just tweeted many OMG with tuxedo and smoking bombers back. Oh, and also Sailor Saturn's in this episode, I guess. <laughs> uh, Priorities. Uh, yes. So good. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, at Hark underscore it's underscore Sarah wrote, here she comes. Ah, which just makes me immediately go, here comes the general. Rise up, 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 up. up. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Hand wait, signal. Wait. Has it, for, uh, we're all doing the thing. If you haven't seen the Hamilaria sketch on you YouTube. You totally should. We're all doing the gun the gun thing that you do if you're a recovering yeah. Hamilton yeah, fan. But, like, it's all, but it's also uh, H in sign language. It is, yeah. yeah. I love it. Uh, let's see. Yeah, because it was uh, um, the guy who did it. Uh, I think it's Robert McCollum. Let me just be sure. Oh, to who give made the him Hamilari- credit? The Hamilaria. Yeah, yeah. It's a bunch yeah. of uh, it's a bunch of Funimation people in Texas actually. Oh, are, snap. Are in it. Yeah, Caitlin Glass is in it. And oh, yeah. I didn't even yeah. realize that that was her. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, it is. It's Robert McCollum. Uh, Bless you. But, Bless yeah. all you little Funimation it's babies. It's really great. It's yeah. It's so great. If like us, you've fallen down the Hamilton rabbit hole. You uh, understand. Yeah. You, you're gonna need this in your life. Your coworkers and friends and family will thank you yes they will <laughs> for it and yep. you'd be surprised how often you you have to do the hamilton yep. signal oh at yep. las vegas oh uh, my god we did it like 10 times we, yep. constantly yep. like a day yep mm-hmm. oh my god <laughs> at uh at real jedi uh tweeted at us in my unbiased opinion the death busters are really bad at villainy i want to know how you get an unbiased opinion where do i get that at target yeah exactly it's <laughs> like where do you get one of those? Because uh, <laughs> opinions, I feel like, are biased by nature. But uh, I don't know, man. Pharaoh 90 is doing pretty well right now. Yeah. Yeah, he, he kind of fucked up the planet. Yeah. I mean... If you fuck up the planet so badly that a guardian mm-hmm. of death and destruction comes out to fix it... I mean... T- that's the- pretty legit. 
Though on the flip side, Professor Tomoe is the one that like kept that body that contained that soul of that god of death and destruction alive who wasn't supposed to ever reawaken. So like technically if she didn't reawaken, like Pharaoh 90 might have won. So I don't know. I I guess I sort of see the point. (laughs) Sort of see your point there. Uh, Yes, uh, at Kate7950 says, so Sailor Saturn kind of got a transformation sequence. I mean, she posed at the end, which uh, yes, we all- And and you know what? That's good enough for me right now. Yep. Good enough for me. (laughs) CC Takato and at I underscore love underscore Juju think this is the best- episode of Sailor Moon ever yet? Um, I don't know. I mean, I really, really liked yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But it's still not as good as that Haruka one that I really yeah, freaked out over. Yeah, that was my favorite. <laughs> That's still my favorite. Uh, but yeah. I, but I, I am very biased, and I definitely got my biased opinion at Target, so. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah this whole episode uh, has been great. <laughs> really good. Uh, yeah. I don't know, man. Mm. I Everyone was talking about all their feelings uh, at Rachel underscore J. Uh, what did you think of the page to screen translation of Saturn spread when she drops the glaive or doesn't quite drop, drop the, glaive. the glaive? I feel like the it they did a really good job of like really building up that uh, that tension. Mm-hmm. Like where it leaves off, you're like, well, we're fucked. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. We're it's done. That's we're it. done. We're done. We're super duper done. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, at Black Shadow Hand says, can't help thinking that at the end of the day, they're going to have a booze drinking party. Oh, out of the cups, out of the chalices that they used to transform. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, they deserve it at this I point. Would, uh, I, I would, would do a shot out of the chalice. Sure. Yep. Um, Especially after the kind of day we were having. Yeah. Probably Damn. probably my favorite uh, reaction, though, is... Uh, at anti anti patriarcha forty two says uh, tuxedo the smoking bomber. My four year old son got so excited and yelled, "He has power!" Aww. Aww. Yay. Yeah, yes he does. Yay. Yes he does, little buddy. Yep, so good. Has anyone done fan art of? Um, well, I mean, I know they have, but has anyone done fan art of this particular attack, but with Steven Universe doing smoking bomber? Oh, oh I would love should. to see a little Steven tuxedo mask. Yeah. It'd be so cute. I feel like I've seen a piece of fan art where he's dressed, but he's like a very composed tuxedo mask. Mm. I'd love to see him like doing like a smoking bomber style Mm -hmm. attack that's like a combo of his like shield quartz attack. Mm -hmm. Like a Steven La Smoking Bomber. Oh my God, Steven La Smoking Bomber. Cute. I would love that. Make it happen, internet. I'm sure. Find it. And then uh, uh, at uh, TXDM Reed. Uh, tuxedo mask read. I guess we could agree. That's what we said when yeah, it was. Yeah, uh, it definitely is. On, uh, Texas dungeon master. On, Texas. Well, I mean, she is in Texas. Oh. Um, oh shit. What if I was completely wrong? Yeah. And it is a Texas, Texas thing. Uh, oh yeah. No, maybe that's what it is. Am I because right? Deb is her first name, so I think you might be right, Lola. Oh wow. Oh, I hope I'm right. I hope I'm right. Wow. I totally thought it was Tuxedo Mask. I am the smartest girl in yep, the world. Yep. Uh, and she says, I have no tears left in me after this week's episode. And holy cliffhanger, Batman! If you thought last week's episode was rough. Oh man, I know. Yep. I can't but believe. last it. week's was kind of cool because it was like they had just transformed and Chibi yeah. had just transformed into Super Saiyan Chibi Moon. Yeah, we ended yeah. on a high I note. I mean, it was a cliffhanger of. Oh hey, 
we're so excited to see Chibiusa do something. Yes. Whereas this week we're like, well, the world's probably going to end. Hopefully we don't die. die. Yeah. <laughs> well, very well. Nicely done. Yep. I most likely kill you in the morning. Yep. yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, we have a couple of new uh, iTunes reviews. Uh, <gasps> first of all. Uh, and uh, I'm just going to read the ones of the American iTunes store. Again, guys, if you are a foreign listener, please Email us or tweet at us and let us know that you've left us uh, reviews in the foreign iTunes store. It is possible because I have our, like, feed identity for me to look at the other ones. Uh, but if you wanted to tweet us screen caps or email us screen caps or post them on our Facebook wall, that also is really, really helpful. Uh, yeah, so this one is uh, fantastic to exclamation points uh, by... Hunter's Dressage. This is my favorite place to get my Sailor Moon fix. The hosts never fail to make me laugh, and they truly brighten my day with this podcast. They offer new perspectives on Sailor Moon episodes that I never thought of before, and they are genius. I love you, Sailor Moon. You will not regret listening to this podcast. I've never been a genius. Um, and Yay. Then, and then this one, uh, the other one is Heartfelt, Hilarious, and... Just What I Need, five stars, by Jamie Marie 519 uh, I recently started listening to this podcast from the beginning, currently on the Christmas special about the Sailor Moon S movie, uh. and you ladies <laughs> crack me up every moment. As an adult Mooney, I'm so glad to hear other women around my age loving Sailor Moon as much as I do. The commentary is always spot on, insightful, and hilarious. I decided to jump ahead and listen to the la latest episode, episode 36, Love is Love, to feel caught up and really wanted to let you ladies know how much it touched me to hear you talk about the events in Orlando and how Sailor Moon can be a source of strength in times of hardship. Aww. Your raw emotions on the subject were really appreciated, and I cried with you all. Thank Aww. you. In lighter news, hearing how outrageous Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon is has really inspired me to watch it. <laughs> Keep Yay! up the good work. There you go. <laughs> You'll cry about that, too. Yep. Don't worry. Yep. That's going to make you cry, that too. That is also going to make you cry <laughs> a lot. You're, yeah. <laughs> Nothing uh, is safe. No. You aren't safe anywhere. There are just always <laughs> tears in Sailor Moon. Sorry about Moral that. Of the story. Um, <laughs> we got another email from uh, Matthew in Northern Ireland uh, saying thank you for mentioning him on the last podcast. And this is a this is a question I'm going to pose to you guys and to our listeners, and we'll answer it on the next episode okay. because it, it, you have to think about it. Okay. Uh, he says, if you could put together a live-action, English-speaking Sailor Moon TV <gasps> show movie with no limits on who you could have, Ooh. who could play the Sailor Guardians and Tuxedo Mask and possibly others, up to you. Uh, the actors, actresses can come from any genre, TV, movie, musicals, oh. etc., past, present, as long as they can speak English. Oh this God. is such a good question. Yeah. I'm not even going to make, no, I'm not going to no, say no, anything. No, no. no, so everybody think about that for next week. And listeners, um, you can you can tweet that at us, too. You know, you can tweet yeah. at us at Alan J. Pod uh, or send us emails or, or, like, Facebook messages, whatever. Just, like, let us know who you would want, and then we'll have, like, a nice chat about it on uh, yes. on the next episode. Oh, uh, you get so many points for that. Oh, my God, yep. I'm so excited yep. to figure that out. Yep. <laughs> I think um, I already have an idea for my favorite, Yeah, though. we also got really, really nice emails um, uh from uh from the uh, you know uh texas dm reed yeah. uh deborah who's in texas who was sadly at fan expo when we were at akon oh, and we weren't able to meet up it that's was right it was it was just a, a challenging uh Weekend, schedule yeah um but yeah she sent us a really really nice email um talking about uh the events of orlando and how upset she was by the way that um certain certain people of a certain religious persuasion mm -hmm. were reacting and that is and that is who she is affiliated with as well um and we just Thank you, and and we all completely agree with you. Mm -hmm. um, even though we don't necessarily subscribe to that religion ourselves, it's like at the end of the day, you know, what you believe isn't affecting anybody but you. Yeah. So why would you act out against someone for believing something different than you do? And that and that was very much, you know, 
the yeah. gist of, of the, the sort of email and the message. And, you know, so thank you very much for yeah. that email. Also got a really nice email um, from Jade uh, telling us that uh, she wants to thank us for being amazing, awesome people. She loves listening to the podcast. It makes her Tuesdays. Uh, every time I listen to the podcast, I always end up laughing out loud at your <laughs> hilarious shenanigans. Listening and being able to chat on Twitter with you guys is always a blast because it's like hanging out with your awesome Sailor Moon fans. Stay awesome, Aww. guys. Hope I can meet you all someday. We hope we oh, can you meet will. you, too. Well, yeah. Uh, and We're then, just going to fly down out of the sky like Sailor Saturn yeah. at, to your front door and just be like, we're here we're to hang, hang out, out with hang you. Out. No, we won't be quite as ominous as Sailor no. Saturn. No, I will. But there will be three of us. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm deliberately going to make it as ominous as possible. Yep. But yep. I'm also going to be holding a tray of like um, rice crispy squares. Yes. Oh, that's nice. Yes. You brought a snack. Yes. Uh, I have arrived from your dreams and nightmares. And also I brought these trees. And then, uh, <laughs> and then Megan Nora sent us an email being like, I haven't emailed you guys in a while. Um, well, hi. But uh, she's got her boyfriend watching Sailor Moon yeah. Crystal now. And apparently they uh, they sometimes listen uh, to, to us in, in the car. A boy scout. Oh, when they're cute. driving places. A boy scout. That's right. Yeah, guys. Oh, yes. If you didn't. Uh, tune in. We, we periscoped our, our panel from uh, uh, Amazing Las Vegas Comic Con yes. this last weekend, and we had Talison Jaffe, who I'm sure will join us on this show at some point because he's a, a yeah. big Sailor Moon fan, but you might know he's him. He's probably in the yard trying to get in right now. <laughs> I know. Nowadays, you surely know him from a Critical Role, if any mm-hmm. of you guys are, are fans of that uh, Dungeons & Dragons show on Dungeons & Dragons? Dragons? Never Twitch heard Twitch channel. <laughs> what is that? Um, he is, he's Percy the Gunslinger. But uh, but basically, um, Talison was one of the guests of the show, and he loves Sailor Moon, and he's a good friend of mine, so we asked him to come do the panel with us, and he we were all out at dinner the night before, and we're like, what would you call a, a like man yeah, Sailor, Sailor Moon, Moon fan? fan? And it has now officially been dubbed Boy Scout. Yep. So all of you boy Sailor Moon fans out there, that's what we're referring to. You, you are a Boy Scout. You are Boy Scout now. We like it. Yep. <laughs> uh, and yes, as I said, we did we did um, Periscope the uh, panel, and there's this lovely uh, YouTube channel uh, which is called Critical Scope which basically watches all of the Periscope stuff for Critical Role. It's, it's not a it's not a mouthwash review. No, 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 no. <laughs> nope. Um, and uh, and what they do is they actually like download and save the footage and they edit it and put it on YouTube. So oh, cool. uh, as soon as that is available, I'll let you guys know and you can um, watch total- the band. Yeah, you can totally check it out. There's a a. a panel up there of myself and Talison from Hawaii already so yeah it's uh it's super super duper fun wow it has almost 12,000 views whoa <laughs> all right awesome. I, can't, I can't wait till our yeah, panel exactly. gets up there yeah, it's gonna be great yeah yeah critical role fans are, are really really sweet and dedicated and wonderful and um I'm, I'm glad to be friends with uh, a lot of those people mm-hmm. um yeah so uh did you guys hear about the mini moon sorry mini moon yeah there's another moon that's orbiting the Earth. What? And it is a smaller moon what? that is orbiting the Earth with our moon. Hold no way. The fucking yep. phone. Yep. Where did this moon come from? And is it secretly containing some sort of alien device? I mean, I it's, like it's technically, it's, 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 technically it's, an, it's, ty- it's an asteroid. Oh, okay. Um, but it's in orbit. Mini moon. But it's yeah, a mini moon. it's a mini Damn moon. It. Yeah, that's it has officially been dubbed a mini moon by NASA. That's so great. Yep. But also terrifying, because what if? it decides to stop orbiting and and kill us uh can we can we keep up the tradition of the sailor moon where every feature of that asteroid is just a nickname version of features on the moon yeah, yes yeah, so yeah. there are no original names to this mini moon yep. yes whatsoever 
It's like there's what is it, the Lake of Tranquility? Oh, so it's like uh, it's the Sea of I think it's the Sea of there's, Tranquility. There's the yeah. mini Sea of Tranquility. Oh yeah, yeah. And then yeah. There's Serenitatis. There's yeah. the mini dark side of the mini moon. <laughs> yeah. None of your features have their own name. It all takes after Big Moon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then of course, like hours after we finished recording our podcast last week, there were big announcements about the new Seram You. Yes, of uh, which is going to be called uh, Sailor Moon Amor Eternal. Ooh, uh, I they like just this. went there. This is going with these French titles. They're like, like let's just it. roll with it. Uh, obviously, they already had the um, uh, the casting announcements for the new inners, but they did confirm that all of the Outer Guardians and uh, Chibiusa will be returning, uh, as and well as, obviously, yeah. Yuka Yamato. Because people uh, would riot. Yeah, totally. If she left. Um, though it does look like uh, the girl who was in the version of Nouveau Voyage that we watched playing Chibiusa is the only Chibiusa. She's no longer double cast because that oh. girl, I think, is old enough to Old like, enough to do it on, yeah. her, on her own. Yep, yep. Totally. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. Which one did they end up picking? Oh, the Nouveau Voyage one. So that's the not... the one that's a little older. Okay. So not the not, not the, the one from, from not the really Trenchair. really cute one from Teenage Trenchair. Oh, okay. The slightly older one. I mean, I like them both. Yeah. Me too. They're both they're both really I good. I really like that one from Teenage Trenchair. I know she's, she's my favorite. Real cute. She's real <laughs> cute. But uh, but yeah. No, they're both great. Yeah. No, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, yeah. And so it'll be opening in Tokyo. Um. Uh, on October 15th so it'll run in Tokyo from October 15th through the 23rd nice and then in Fukuoka October 29th and 30th and, and then in it's Osaka coming to the Pantages no, to no, for us no, for one no, okay no, no I thought maybe no. if I said it it would come true <laughs> it's not keep dreaming keep dreaming oh. keep putting it out there into the universe maybe someday oh. yep so uh, that's that's all I got guys uh, anything else you want to talk about before we uh, wrap this up with a little with a little death ribbon <laughs> Um, I would like to know if, if there are any uh, senshi with ice powers, they could bring them to Los Angeles. Oh, oh my God. Lord. Yep. Because yep. it's very hot. Yes, it's very it hot here. I totally, totally It's very agree. hot, and some of us work in a warehouse yep. with no air conditioning. Bring um, us your ice powers. And I would just like to tell you guys and the rest of the internet uh, that Jimmy texted me today to be like, oh, tell Kelby and Lola that they rock. They were so awesome. Yay. But he was voice dictating. Oh, so it came out weird? It came out as, oh, gosh, I think it was Kirby and of Lula. Course, of course. And Lula. Kirby, Kirby and, and Lula. Lula. Nicely done. Yup. Yup. Very great. Yep. In the alternate universe where we're like two wacky, like, Cabana boys. Yeah. Yep. We're Kirby and Lula. Lula. <laughs> like, like in that episode of Star Trek, that mirror, mirror episode. Yeah, that's our mirror, yes, mirror that's selves. that's our mirror selves. Oh, <laughs> uh, yep. Oh, my so, God. In that, in that universe, I'm good at sports. Yes. And I can do math. Yay! Hooray! Somebody draw that. Yep. <laughs> Draw Kirby and Lula. Yep, yep. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, that's uh, what's going to uh, conclude this episode of Love and Justice, a serious Sailor Moon podcast. So serious. Uh, Lolo, where can people find you on the internet? Oh man, you can find me anywhere you find an unwinona. U-N-W-I-N-O-N-A. Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram. All those things. Kelly? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Real Feminerdity. You can find me on Instagram and Tumblr, just Feminerdity, one word, like, share. You can find me in person at the Labyrinth of Jareth Ball, August 5th and 6th. Buy your tickets now. Hashtag nerd prom. 
And I'm Emma Fife. I can be found all over the internet wherever Emma Fifes are sold at my name, Emma Fife. Uh, also, if you are listening uh, on Tuesday morning when this podcast will be available to be put in your ears and you are a Screen Junkies Plus member, you can catch me tomorrow on TV Fights Ooh. at uh, 4 o'clock p.m. at Screen Junkies. It's going to be real fun. I have some fun topics that I'm going to be defending that I can't talk about them. Emma is fighting people physically in an alley. Yes, exactly. It's yeah. just going to be the with, with actual television sets from the early 1990s. Yes, yes. and people are betting on it, and whoever survives gets a bunch of cash, yeah. and yeah. whoever dies, dies. Yep. yep. It's very it's tragic. It's pretty final. It's, yeah. it's very upsetting. <laughs> and they're live streaming it. Yes. Yep, we are. It's going to be great. Uh, that's <laughs> happy, not what's happening at happy all. Happy Hunger Games. <laughs> oh, not my what, God. not what's, what TV fights is. Wow. Uh, and you can also find me uh, on the Sailor Moon Crystal after show uh, just for one more week. Because that's it for this season. Uh, well, that's okay because we will continue. We will totally yeah. continue. Uh, because yeah, we don't, always do. Don't worry, guys. We'll we'll still be here for you. So, uh, yep, that's uh, what I got. You should also follow this podcast on Twitter at LNJPod. L as in love, N as in Nancy, J as in Justice Pod. First part of podcast. You can email us at loveandjusticepod at gmail.com. Or you can check out our Facebook page, Love and Justice, a serious Sailor Moon podcast. And if you are an iTunes user, it is very nice to receive reviews from you in the iTunes store. Again, we only see the American iTunes store. So if you are in another country, just tell us uh, that you left us a review. Send us a screen cap if you can. It's uh, real helpful because we want to give y'all shout outs on the show. So uh, yeah, that is it, guys. We will uh, invade your ears via the powers of the internet again very, very soon. And until then, stay stay magical. (laughs) Jesus Christ, get out. Get out.